Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera Podcast for Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. I'm your host, who? Bling Vera. It's Valentine's Day. Let me tell you about a little tradition I used to have on Valentine's Day. I used to order myself a pizza. Well, they, do, they would do these heart-shaped pizzas. It was a place called Pier 49 in Salt Lake City. I don't know if it still exists or not because I haven't been home for over a year now. But it's called Pier 49. I think it was in Sugar House. It, yeah, there's a there's a little city called Sugar House uh, in Salt Lake. You know, it's a Salt Lake City s- suburb. But it's called Sugar House, and that's where I was staying at the time. It was 2010 and 14 years ago. Yeah, go figure. And I was walking forlorn like I do down the street. Um past the gym and I just was looking at all the women because the glass and stuff and I was looking at all the women working out on Valentine's Day and I was just like look at all those women oh yeah yeah no I and so anyways I, I got back on my feet and back then because I was forlorn and broke and everything but then I got back on my feet got an apartment and it's it's kind of hard to imagine right now it's just like I'm in the same position yet again, and it's but yet I, I but not the same position because I got a lot more credentials, a lot more experience, and a lot more like knowledge. And back then I was just dumb, <laughs> so I would I had an apartment and I was single, and I would order a heart-shaped pizza from Pier Forty Nine to my apartment. They deliver it, I you know. I, would I tip them? Would I not? I don't give them like I give them four quarters. Here you go. Yeah, four quarters of that. I, yeah, for the laundry we have to put quarters in the laundry. That's it, it, a long story, but like I would have Human Centipede the movie. Okay, hold on, you guys. Let's do this right now. If we run out of batteries. Yes. Um, I was wondering if I could get driving directions to a nightclub called no sweetie no we're in germany right now maybe we can talk to you later all right we miss you bye amy bye sweetie i think we're supposed to turn i thought you knew exactly where we were going what was that car service for us you have a really lovely home
freaking human centipede. I would watch that on Valentine's Day alone while eating a heart-shaped cheese pizza. Yeah, who's a sick man now? Thank you very much. I'll, I'll take... Who's got the medal? Who's got the award? It wasn't for very long. It was only for three years, and then I started dating and stuff. Um, I started dating Mormon girls. I was in Salt Lake City. What do you... What would you call it? Jaded? I got a little sidetracked and just controlled, manipulated, and then spit out. But now, yeah, knowledge really is power. And, well, it, for power for your own life. It's not power over other people anyways. Human centipede. Freaking human, human centipede. That's the trailer for human centipede. And I, w I remember being at like a... Um, it, in in Salt Lake City, well, in in Mormonism, they have these things like called singles, single wards, to where you can go as a single person and meet other singles in the same religion, and it's it's a good idea. I mean, it works, and it, you go on a lot of dates if if you know what you're doing, if you can navigate whatever, and if you know you've got a penthouse like I did, damn it. If you, like, go to these dating uh, activities, yeah, I remember there was one where it was <laughs> serious. I'm being serious. I don't know if it was on Valentine's. It was probably over the summer, but, like, you, there was how many people can you piggyback? So they'd have, like, this big jock-looking guy who would be, like, on the front, and then they'd have like a woman and then another guy jump on the back or another girl or whatever. And so they'd see how many people you can piggyback and how many people you can carry. And I remember this dude had like three or four people on his back. It's all just fun. Like it's just in a parking lot. Like we're all just goofing around. And I remember, I remember saying out loud, a human centipede. <laughs> and no one got it. No one got it. <laughs> it's like... Have you ever seen that movie? Well, actually, there was one person. There was one person that came up and they said, "Have you ever seen that movie?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that movie." <laughs> A human centipede. <laughs> well, eating a heart-shaped cheese pizza totally alone in like a hole-in-the-ground apartment before I came up. Yeah, from like 2010 to 2000. 13, 14-ish. It was 2013, so three years. Three. It was a. It was a three-year anniversary. A, a human centipede. <laughs> this, you're a sick man. It's like, eh, go away, go away, leave me. It's none of your business. Go away. Just stop. Stop trying to manufacture problems. Go away. A human centipede. It's a disgusting movie. I don't even think I could watch it today because I don't like gore. I couldn't watch Walking Dead anymore. I, I, I watched Walking Dead when it first came out. It was probably 2010, 2011 too, whenever Walking Dead came out. It was like Halloween of 2011, was it? Whenever. And like, I, it got to the point where it was just so gory and gross. I was like, I'm not watching this, this anymore. And just like I said with porn, I'm just like, I'm not watching this anymore. Like, I don't need, I don't need to watch this anymore. I, I just don't need it in my life. I just don't need it. I can figure it out later. Right. 
we'll see. I probably need some like testosterone, but really, yeah, some some steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's like a roid rage. Who knows? I should probably do some blood work though. There's definitely something wrong with me because I don't have any energy. But I did. I got sick. I stayed at a homeless shelter and I got sick there and like after that I've been so exhausted and it's just like man I don't have any energy I can't even make it through the day plus all the other stuff happening in my life and it's just like well what do you do I look back on those days uh, probably back in 2012 yeah I went on a date just with someone I met at work and I just had a business card and I wrote my number on the back of the business card, and I was just like, look, if you're not doing anything tonight, and not doing anything tonight, I'm not doing anything tonight, if you're not doing anything, come by. Now, um, we went to Wendy's and got a couple Frosties. I bought her a Frost, and the Frosties were tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny. Itty bitty. Now, there was just small Frosties, and we went out to, and I remember just like not pulling the trigger like I always, but I don't know why. I should have. I should have done something. I mean, if she's willing to call me on Valentine's Day and go out with me, and I don't know. Man, I had a couple chances out there, you know, in Salt Lake, that like with much better standards than what I settled for, and and like just what I accepted and what whatever. Um, I had some good chances out there, and I don't know why. Well, I know why. It's ego and my pride. I was very prideful and, and e egotistical. I don't think... No, I'm not a narcissist. I wouldn't call it a narcissist, though. No. I think that's going... That's crossing the line. Because, like... Yeah, I'll let you talk all you want. You talk first. Throw the first punch. And, like, I, I don't... I'm not trying to demean anyone or act like I'm perfect so I've got a lot of freaking problems trust me let's go to my pond of misery it's right over here there's a pond of misery I've got a bucket of stones I got a bucket of stones come by my pond of misery it's just right over here you just throw some stones in my pond of misery and just I'll, I'll join in with you five cents a bucket I'll charge you money to listen to me complain all, all day Freaking, we'll skip stones in my pond of misery. Nah. We won't. I don't have the patience for it. I'm too perfect. <laughs> no. Handsome, yes. Still. Thank God. At least somewhat. Somewhat. I got the hair. I got the body. I got that ass. No, I, I, I don't know anymore. I just don't even know anymore. And I don't even want to, I don't even want to deal with it. The texting back and forth and the dating and the messages and the scams and all that. I was on Tinder and I got scammed on Tinder. I don't know if you guys remember that. But she looked she looked beautiful. And she's messaging me and she's like, here's my number. And we're tech messaging back and forth and I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Like, finally. I mean, you know. And then when the question came, like one of the first questions was like, so what do you do for work? And I was like, this is a scam. <laughs> what do I do for work? I hang out at the gas station and panhandle. <laughs> Why? Why do you ask? <clears throat> I didn't say that. I probably should have, but I didn't. Mm. Well, that's really, that's actually what I do for work. But I can do other stuff. I just don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to lower my standards one, once more. Just to get dig myself in a deeper hole.
Go to the Phoenix Zoo. Get me a job at the Phoenix Zoo. Give me a heart-shaped pizza and let's watch him and Centipede. <clears throat> Big deal. No. <laughs> it's an act, man. I have an act and I have like a persona that I do on this podcast. It's not... It's, it's Sometimes it's really not me. If you meet me in person... If you meet me in person, it'd, it'll, it'll be a lot different. I'll probably even sound different. I almost have like an accent for this podcast specifically, and I don't know where it came from. It, it sounds kind of East Coast, doesn't it? And it's just like, what the hell? Well, both my brothers are from Jersey, so... Like, they were born in New Jersey. So that's probably that's actually probably where it comes from, is just um, this East Coast sort of style of talking. And now, and now it's like gotten to me and being in Salt Lake and being with different kinds of people from all over, all over the world, you know, that have different at and talking to them all the time. And it's just like, well, where do, like, why do you talk so weird? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, my dad, the old man, the old man is not, look, you want to talk about immigration and crossing the border? I think it's probably, a lot of it probably comes from the old man and my brothers, because that's how I learned to talk, right? And so I just talk different. My dad, the old man talks different. I remember when I was baptized in a Mormon church at eight years old by my father, our next door neighbor, the kid across the street, he goes, I wish my dad talked like your dad. And I was like, what? And to me, my father talked normal, but he has an accent. And so, yeah, I'm not going to tell you where he's from. Not yet, at least. I could tell. Well, like I said, I'm, ha- I'm half Native American, but is it is it North American or is it South American? <laughs> Native American, you know? Really, 44%. I did a 23andMe thing or something. Now what do you guys want to talk about? Is it sippy cup time? What time is it anyway? I gotta get going. I got another class. Wednesdays I pulled it off though. The instructor was telling me, like I said, like she's just like, you're not getting into class. Like, okay, bling, we're done. Hang up. That was it. Click. And now I'm in class. And it's Wednesday. It's like, yes, I did it. (laughs) I don't know what I said. I don't know what I said that was wrong. But I said something right later on. Good for me. Like nice work, man. You know, if we're gonna get these things done, we're gonna get this out we're gonna get this we're gonna get over this. It's possible. We're gonna do it again, and then we're gonna be in an apart in a in a shithole apartment watching human centipede eating a heart shaped pizza a year from now. <laughs> it's like I hope so, man. I hope so. And you're not gonna talk to anyone anymore. Now, I'll meet the right person eventually, I think. I, I really, I mean, I at, at church, I meet a lot of people at church. It's very fast and it's very easy. Like, this woman at church was helping me find the scriptures. And I used to be, look, I was a Mormon in Salt Lake City. And I was pretty active in the church. I was very involved. So I, I would spend, on Sundays, sometimes, I was a secretary for the bishop and I would have to write the script for like I would have to do stuff 
and I would have to get there at like 6 a.m. And I wouldn't leave there till 4 p.m. I'd be there for almost, it's a 10-hour day on Sundays. And that's my day off, is Sunday. But I'd go to church and be there for 10 hours, writing scripts, talking to people, meeting people. Yeah, I was like scheduling things. Like, oh, hi, how are you? Like, yeah. Oh, hi, how are you? It was exhausting. I don't miss it. No, not at all. No. But I was like right there, you know? The one of the, the one of the apostles would come by sometimes because we were right there in Salt Lake City, right? So the apostles would some sometimes come to our ward and there I, I would go on walks sometimes with you know, go on dates and be like, yeah, that's that's where the that's where that apostle lives. Downtown Salt Lake City, like right there next to the state capitol. I'd be like, I, I would know where the, some of the apostles, I wasn't stalking them, but that's just what, everyone knew it. It was hardly home, always traveling the country, but yeah. crazy, 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 crazy. So I was pretty involved. Where was I going with this? Mm-mm. I just don't care anymore. I'm, I'm pretty apathetic about everything, and I stink. I need to take a shower. The shirt smells. I'm wearing the same shirt. It's hard to imagine. Like, I, I accomplished so much, and it just got torn down so fast. And it, it really does keep me up at night to where, like, I have to, like, self-medicate or do something, you know? Go for a walk, another walk, count my steps, go up and down the stairs, let the cat out, let the cat back in, do something. Go to the truck, go out of the truck, go walk around, talk to someone. Yeah, get recruited by the cartel. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good distraction, isn't it? Fear for my life. Should we do a song and just end it there? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do St. Anthony. I mean, we listen to... It's it's Valentine's Day. So what? No one can smell me over the thing. Let's do St. Anthony by Senses Fail, and then let's call it a day. Let's end class early. It's Valentine's Day. St. Saint... <laughs> Valentine, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know the St. Anthony prayer. I'm not Catholic. I mean, I've thought about it. I was going to, but... <clears throat> Whoops, I spelled it once more time, and uh, yeah, uh, that's a no from us, dog. Thanks, Noah Katz. Here we go, you guys. This is the song that I was singing back and forth from the gas station, so stomach it if you can, if you, if, if smoke them if you got them. Dick's out for a Harambe. Commercial? We're doing a commercial. Not my commercial. Pharmacy, your prescriptions get delivered. Dicks out for Harambe. Enjoy it, everyone.
Should we talk about it a little bit? No, the lighthouse lost its beam. Like, that's it. Yeah. I fear for my life. Because the current tonight is stronger than the will that I have to survive. And when you're a weakling like me, man, it's tough out there. A human centipede. A human centipede. <laughs> People giving each other piggyback rides. It's like, yeah, a human centipede. Hell yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? It's like, oh, I've seen that movie. <laughs> you want to watch it with me? You want to come over and watch it with me on Valentine's Day and order yourself a hard-shaped pizza? Huh? Do you? Do you? Hmm? Yeah? Hmm? <laughs> the dog next door, dude. A baru, a riff, a riff, a baru, a riff, a riff. Me. <laughs> oh, that's a good song, man. Like, that's perfect, man. And it brings back a lot of memories when I was alone back in like uh what 2020 but if i can if i pulled it off back then i can pull it off again it's just gonna take some time and um i'm a bit inspired today that i actually pulled it off with the instructor i, I won her over you know because she was she didn't want to hear anything else i had to say and i was just like no, no no i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna keep grinding on this one and i got it it's a relief it's a, it's a big relief, and I hope it's just a speed bump, but it feels more like a hurdle, and what can you do? Census fail has got me through so many hard times. I, I can't really explain, like, how much I love that band, and, and, some, of the, and some of the, not all of the music, some of the songs suck, but, like, a lot of the songs are really, really, really good, and it's very artistic what they did with their album Joshua Tree, and... Like that's that's on a different level. Joshua Tree by Senses Fail. I I would recommend it. Like like really, the whole thing. There's no audience because it was during the pandemic when they recorded it. But they recorded it live like there was an audience, and it, it's brilliant. It's so and they and they recorded it in a place where it's like a spiritual place. And it, how crazy that sounds. I don't care. It, like a spiritual sort of like vortex or something, and. They recorded it in such a way that it was so rehearsed and so snappy and so good that it's my favorite album. Senses, Joshua Tree by Senses Fail is my favorite album. And some people can't stomach it. Some people think it sounds just like a bunch of noise. But I, it, it's the most artistic album probably out there. Right underneath like Jimmy Eat World Clarity and um, Muse Absolution. Just kind of right in that... That spectrum really you got killers hot fuss right there it's 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 it, it's but it's number one for me and those are albums man listen to those albums i don't care if i sound like a killer's hot fuss is probably yeah also one of the best albums of all time what was the other album i was gonna I'd pick if, if i had five albums anyways doesn't matter big deal Oh, probably Green Day Dookie or something. Just something, yeah. Green Day Dookie, you listen to that one all day. Wow. 
And that's an old-ass album. That's like... When did that come out? Just back in like the early 90s? Or even... Yeah. Man. I remember getting Green Day Dookie and thinking like, man, this is... I could listen to it from start to finish. Valentine's Day. Valentine's? Valentine's. Who? <laughs> Where's that cat at? I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to to get our cats to be friends with each other. Or I'm trying to get the neighbor cat and and our cat. But the the neighbor cat was in front of our door this morning. I was trying to let the cat out and the cat's just like doing the thing. It was funny. And the old man, oh my gosh. The old man just comes, he's like, he's like, just push the cat outside. I'm like, no, 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 they're going to fight, they're going to fight. I'm like, who's going to fight? I'm like, the cats, the cats. And he comes storming over and just like scares the cat away. He's like, no, dad, dad come on, man. Let him fight. I want to see him fight. <laughs> Comes out the door and just go away, cat. And then our cat, our old mangy old ass cat, <laughs> like okay, grab that cat. I always say, I always whisper to that cat. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab you by the tail. I'm gonna throw you in the pool, and then I'm gonna cover you in butter, and flour, and baking, baking powder. And I'm going to throw you in the frying pan. And it gets out. It just jumps. It just jumps off me. The cat jumps on me all the time. It just jumps on me. It just like a, like I'm a trampoline. It's like, cat, stop. I'm just jumping up and down. starts biting me. It's a feral cat. We got feral cats over here. We got goats. We got chickens. We got coyotes. Feral cats. We got owls. The Harris's hawk. This the same thing happened with the Harris's hawk. I saw one landing in that tree over there, and I went running inside, and I was like, "Hey, old man, old man, there's a Harris's hawk in the tree in the backyard," like expecting him to be like in awe of it, right? He turns the hose on and starts trying to spray the Harris's hawk. I was like, "Dad, <laughs> He's like, they're gonna eat my baby chickens." They're going to eat my baby. I've seen them. I, I Go back and listen. I, I've seen those Harris's hawks jumping all around that baby chicken cage, the little chicken coop, the hen house. They were jumping all over it trying to figure it out, and they couldn't. It was covered up. But there were baby chickens in there, and those hawks were after them. We didn't have to get the hose and start spraying. <laughs> he didn't spray the hawk. He didn't spray the hawk, but he, was he got the hose on and started spraying towards it in that general direction. And then the hawk flew off. Like that? No, I I didn't mean to t I didn't mean to to startle you and say that, that there's a hawk. What I wanted you to do is come outside and like, wow, wow, there's a there's a hawk in our backyard. I've seen that that hawk used to fly right over my head. I don't know where they went now. They're probably it's probably too cold for them or something. It flew south. Over here, south. There's some people are south and freaking south. Well. Bling's got to go now. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope everyone has a, a great day and a great tailed grackle. 
I've got to go log in here. Oh, okay. Take care. Thanks for listening, guys. Good luck.